Hey, this is Gord Bamford, and you're listening to Shane Crystal from Neil. He's bold, he's sexy, and he's a drummer. This is the Industry 45 Podcast Show with SCN. SCN here, Country89.com, and uh, one of the most awarded artists in Canadian country music. He's Australian-born, Alberta-raised, Gord Bamford on the phone. How you doing, man? Doing good, yourself? I'm doing fantastic. Things are going well, I'd say, for you, eh? <laughs> Not too yeah, bad. Yeah, they're going really good. Yeah, we're <laughs> busy and out on the road and things are good. So do you ever get tired of being successful? Like when I look <laughs> at your career and all the things that you've done, like what keeps you motivated and inspired at this point of your career? Well, I think we, I mean, I love, love what I do. You know, I get to go out and play music and make a living doing it. And, you know, especially after the last couple of years of not being out there, it, it's uh, great to be back and, and uh, you know, really in a whole bunch of different situations, you know, small towns, big arenas, like, you know, been doing lots of stuff in these smaller communities, kind of where it started and, you know, helping them get back on their feet a bit. And it's just been really good. So I guess, you know, until I, you know, don't enjoy being out on the road, I'll just keep doing it. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. You have such a storied career, but like, what, what are you most proud of um, in that career? There's probably a lot of great moments, obviously, but is there one thing that really stands out that you're most proud of when you decide someday to not do this anymore, you're going to look back at? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, my career's kind of gone to places that, you know, you don't really fathom. I mean, it's, it wasn't like I planned it, but I'm very, very happy and blessed to be in the situation. But, I think, you know, our charity work that we do, like our Gord Bamford Foundation has been going for 16 years now and, you know, had a big year again this year. And now we're, you know, five and a half million raised for, you know, charities and kids across Canada is probably, you know, the legacy that really would stand out the most for me when, when we slow down and, and, uh, just being a part of that has been pretty, pretty amazing. And, uh, you know, something that, you know, really is the end of the day, kind of what makes, makes it all go and, and makes you feel really good about things. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because it was one of my questions, obviously, about the foundation because it's very important to you. You're always giving back. Um, let me ask you this. What advice would you give to artists today? Like, there's so many great new up-and-coming Canadian country artists, and I understand that, like, I'm in my 50s, so I didn't grow up with Spotify and YouTube and all these right. things. You had to hear it on the radio, just like you did. <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, today, you know, there's a lot of terrible music out there, but there's a lot of really good music. Mm -hmm. And there's more platforms than than ever with indie country shows or new music yeah. shows for these okay. artists. But what advice do you give to these people trying to get to that next level? Because it's a totally different game than when you began in this. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty exciting for, I think, new artists nowadays. I mean, it's... Uh there's so many platforms you can get your music out on there to, you know, for people to hear it. I mean, there's, and, you know, not having to spend a, necessarily spend a bunch of money on recording a full length record. I mean, it's really a single driven business now. So, you know, through social media and, and the streaming platforms, you know, it's easy to, it's easier to get your, your talent, your music out there. Now it's still, you know, the big challenge is selling tickets, you know? So, right. I mean, you can have success on your music and, and get a music out there and people know the song, but it's still that challenge of the brand and, and who you are and what you want to be. So um, I think that it's exciting for up and comers or new people that want to get into business now and in the ways that you can do it and definitely more financially feasible at, at this point. And um, then it's just, you know, kind of continue to build that brand. And, and it, you know, nowadays it's a lot of social media, a lot of, right. a lot of digital marketing and stuff and, I didn't have that when I started. I mean, I, I had to grind it out and, you know, 
knock on doors and, and, you know, do it one-on-one face-to-face, which I think is still the most effective way at the end of the day. But, I mean, there's so many, yeah, there's just so many more avenues now to, to get get out there. I mean, TikTok seems to be all the rage. And, yeah. I mean, my kids are showing me songs I've never heard before. I'm like, where'd you hear that? Well, it's on TikTok. I'm like, Dad, what do you mean? Like, I'm like okay, I'm good. But, and you, yeah, for sure. You used to have to go to the dive bar and promote yourself and play right yeah. back in your day. I think that, that is a bit of the downfall is, you know, perfecting your craft on stage and being able to perform and, and put on a, a you know, a world-class show for people that want to see you. So, I mean, yeah, you can get your music out there, but, you know, getting out and playing isn't as easy as it, as it was when I started. I mean, I got to play the club scene growing up. Right. Really cutting the teeth doing that. But, yeah, it's one thing to, you know, have a hit song out there, but you got to be able to deliver it when people want to come see it. So, you know, that, that part's a little bit trickier. Absolutely. And uh, I want to ask you about Fired Up, your latest release, because a couple things I want to bring up here. Number one, great melody to the song. We played it on Country 89 today, and I've been singing it all afternoon. And mm-hmm. I kind of never even thought about the fact that I was going to be talking to you tonight. I was just like singing it because it was in my in my head. But the story behind this for me is that one of my best friends, a guitar player in a, in multiple bands that I've played in over the years, um, we every time we'd play a show, he would go, we're going to fire it up, baby. And yeah. um, unfortunately, he lost a, a, his battle to cancer last year. Oh, terrible. And, uh, but he used to, every time I hear the, the name, so you, you had me write at the title of the song, but yeah. uh, tell me about the songwriters on the song and uh, what that song maybe represents to you. Yeah, I know it's taking a little while to get going on it, but I've had the song for years now actually it was written by buddy owen phil o'donnell and janae fleener um and a, a guy by the name of um oh heck what's his what's his name he writes a bunch of stuff for cody johnson and i, I can't remember off the top of my head but yeah not a song i wrote um mitch logelby is his name but not a not a, not a song i wrote but you know just a real catchy song I've, I've had you know in my catalog of, of songs for years and i'm a guy that kind of i always go back to songs that I, I really like even though they don't make you know, that project, it might make the next project. And that was kind of the case with this one. And, you know, coming out of the pandemic, it was time to fire it up, you know, right. let's, let's get back at her. So it was kind of, kind of a perfect fit for summer. And, and, um, yeah, we're actually heading to Australia here in August and it is a fired up tour over there. So it's, uh, yeah, I was just yeah, going to ask you that yeah. uh, about your tour. So you got, you're going to Australia. Now you were born in Australia, right? Have you played there often or no? And tell me about that part yeah. of the tour. And of course you're doing the Canadian dirt tour here and you're making a stop about 15 minutes from my house at the Moose and Goose in September on yep. the 28th, which I'm super excited for. So tell me about the tours that are coming up. Yeah, you bet. You know, it's, yeah, Australia's been a work in progress over the last decade, last 10, 10 years and um, our music done really well in there. Breakfast beer was a big hit. There's a few number ones. And, and of course, you know, lots of momentum going in Australia and then it was all shut down as we know. So, you know, kept releasing music and, and now this is kind of our first tour over there. We're doing about 15 shows and some festivals. We're doing some uh, opening slots with some of the bands over there that have done, you know, kind of really well. And then we're doing some of our own shows. So it'll be interesting to see how that all has, you know, like panned out and how, and how many, you know how many people are going to come out but uh yeah it's a, it's a great market you know it's really similar to canada it's just a little bit smaller and yeah and me being born there is, is um been good you know i've um, got dual citizenship and they've kind of you know consider me a fellow aussie now over there. so it's it's good and, and my dad's there and i've got brothers and sisters there too so it's uh 
good kind of get over and work and, and, you know, see my dad. And it took, you know, many, many years before I kind of rekindled my relationship with him. So it's been, been good to, you know, do both. And, and, uh, you know, we're going to Australia twice this year, actually. So August and then again in December. So yeah, we'll see how things go over there. And it's a long ways to go, but it's also a market that if you want to do well in, I mean, I have a bit of a history there, obviously in a story. So, uh, you got to dedicate your time to going right. there, just like anything. So it's uh, yeah, we're excited for it. So does this mean uh, coming up at some time we're going to get like a Gord Banford, uh, Keith Urban uh, <laughs> tour? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've been working with a band over there called There's a band called the Wolf Brothers. Who, who, oh, I love the Wolf Brothers. Band. Oh my God, oh, they've got too. so many great yeah. songs. Out. Rich Redmond played yeah. on a bunch of their stuff. Drummer for Jason Aldean there, who yeah. I know, who I know very well, and uh, he sent me some yeah. songs years ago. And they're they're a great band, man. Yeah. So that's who I tour with, and I've had him in Canada. And, and there's a guy over there by the name of Lee Kernigan who's kind of like the Garth of Australia, you know, or I guess he'd be kind of like what I do here. But, yeah, I'm managed by the same management team there. So, yeah, we've been – the Wolf Brother thing was kind of a – the plan was to kind of scratch each other's back. They'd come over here, and I'd go there. And right. Of course, they haven't been here because of when I haven't been there. So we were kind of rekindling that, and, uh, yeah, they're great. So I'd love to see them live. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. They're very, very good. They're kind of like a, you know, Eagles slash, you know, a country hack. I mean, they're really good. But uh, yeah, um, they're from Tasmania, those boys. But you know, we, uh, yeah, we're excited to get over. They have some big festivals there, like just as big as what we have here, and we're playing a couple of them. And and uh, they're really passionate. I mean, the Aussies. The only difference over there is the Aussies will come out at 10 in the morning versus our, our crowd comes out horrible <laughs> five or six at night. So a little different, but yeah. Nice. So, and uh, I mentioned you're playing here in, in Ontario, Moose and Goose, September the 28th. We gave tickets away at Country 89 and September 16 and 17, the CCMAs, of course, in Hamilton, and you will be there as well. Gore Banford, I appreciate you.